0: And then they added JavaScript support, I think, in beta, and now it's full release, right? So it's like, okay, the door is open in terms of, well, I would much rather code in Ruby than JavaScript for reasons, but Mm -hmm. at least it's more accessible than Rust in terms of
1: what you have to learn and stuff. Welcome to the Liquid Weekly Podcast, the podcast where we talk all things Shopify development. Today, Carl and Taylor talk about Shopify Edition Summer 2023 this is is great stuff stuff. (laughs) it is oh taylor it's good to see you again it's good to see you too man how's your week been
0: (laughs) well first of all can we just make the observation that unbeknownst to either of us we really coordinate quite well today we've got the blue and we've got the facial hair
1: the (laughs) beard, man i know i was i was complimenting the beers like it looks it looks good dude
0: thanks I was a little nervous. I've grown it before, but this time around, I was like, well, I'm at the age now. There's probably some grays in there. And, uh,
1: I've, em- I've just embraced it. it. You just got to embrace Heavy. the gray, man. It's all right. It's good.
0: Yeah. No, it's, it is what it is. Stress, right? For the a of stress I carry around, I think i have more gray hair, but I don't. So, <laughs> no, clean living. Um,. <laughs> My week was good. Thanks for asking. So I kind of have two gigs, right? I do Shopify consulting mm-hmm. stuff and liquid weekly, but I also work as a uh, engineering manager for a uh, FinTech. And I took a week off this week just to have some time at home with the kids and catch nice. up on some personal stuff and time with you. So it's been good. A uh, lot of summer fun things, time at the pool. Like I actually went swimming with my kids because normally I don't because I'm too busy. But, uh, yeah, kind of that's awesome. Me. Got in water. Yeah, got in trouble with the lifeguards the other day. It's
1: great. It's, it's just there's no fun, you know, or whatever. They're just ah. Oh. Well, my daughter was learning how to swim, and it's like you know they have those little dividers in the pool, mm-hmm. and like she could swim, but she wanted to wear the water wings or whatever. And they're like, "Well, no, she can't go past to the deep end because she has water wings." Like, oh, no, she can God. swim. I can take them off so she can swim back and forth. They're like, "That's just the rule." I was like, "What?" Like, <laughs> I get that's the rule, but like. I'm in the water with her. Like I don't know. Yeah. Uh, lifeguards. So,
0: I think they're great. But anyway, um, yeah, it's it's good. I all I wanted was to sit by the pool and read a book and eat snacks and not be bothered. And the minute yeah. I did that, I was bothered. Like yeah, like I don't know what to do. I was like wait, what do
1: you mean you don't know what to do? Like we're at the pool. Like go do something. <laughs> Why is that bothering me? Kids. You appear to be at rest and peaceful, sir. We would like to describe That's right. that. That's right. <laughs> my big thing, too, is uh, cheese balls. Which I think I mentioned before,
0: right? Cheese remember. balls. I talk, no. I talk about my snack relations a lot. Yes. So my daughter is also a super snacker. My son, not so much. Um. And so I was like, Samantha, I some cheese balls to the pool with us today. She was so excited. So
1: between the two of us, we polished off a whole bag of cheese balls and then, uh, do you, do you ever go to, like, uh, one of the big box stores and get, like, the giant, like, the tub? You know what I'm talking about? Of Cheap Falls? It's like, guilty, okay. like, yes, I know what you're talking about. So
0: here's here's the problem and here's the confession.
1: <laughs> problem is it's really hard to hide that
0: from your family, <laughs> which is what I typically do at the snacks. Yep. The confession is I did find out a workaround. The workaround is keep it in the trunk of your car. Keep oh. a small ziplock bag and just Brilliant. pour enough in the ziplock bag that you can keep hidden that you need right. in the moment. Because
1: so. then even if they see you, they're like, "Oh man, it's almost all gone." Like it's just a yeah. little ziplock bag. My well, strategy. No, I didn't show the ziplock bag. You so just. I could hide that. Like I know, I always keep it hidden. Yeah, right? Right. I have a special bag right. that has my crap right. in it. I just keep it in there, and they don't know. So. It's smart. It's smart. My my yeah. strategy is just high places because my kids are still super small, and my son is an excellent climber, but you know, I'm also so I'm I'm just a little bit little bit over six foot um, kind of type thing. And so, like, I, my wife is, like, she says she's five foot, but she's really 4'11 and three quarters kind of type thing. Wow, so, that's quite you know, a difference. Yeah, big difference there. And so, anytime that I have, like, one of my snacks or whatever, it just, just goes up on the top <laughs> shelf where no one else can find it, you know?
0: <laughs> oh, man, Taylor, you're lucky. <laughs>
1: living the dream. So anyways, living the dream, sure. that's right. Huge height differential. It'll be a problem. My son is much older and, uh, you know, my height too as well. I'm going to have to figure out a different yeah. strategy because he eats a ton now. I can't imagine when he's a teenager what that's going to look like. So. Yeah. so, do you have a good week? Yeah, man. Do you guys to uh, go <laughs> Yeah, no, just uh, trying to crank out a couple of fun projects and then close up some things that I've just been trying to close for uh, weeks now kind of type thing or whatever. So, it's, it's all been, been real good. Um, and I'm personally in the, like the last couple of weeks away and I've talked about, I've got like a sprint triathlon. It's the first time I've ever done something like yeah. that before. So I'm like just over two weeks away from that here. Um, so excited to get it done uh, a little nervous, but my brother's coming in from uh, Pennsylvania and he's going to do it with me too. So that's pretty cool.
0: Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I was thinking of you when I was in the pool, um, the other day, I swam a couple laps.
1: It's exhausting. It's brutal, right? It's brutal, right? <laughs> yeah. Like if you go swimming for the first time, like if you try to swim laps, like for exercise. Oh man, yeah. it's it's brutal the first couple times you do it. You get used to it, but like, it is surprisingly rough. <laughs>
0: Honestly, my only motivation that kept me going was I know how hungry swimming can make you. And I thought uh-huh. this is going to be great. I'm going to be so hungry. I'm going to eat so many snacks, <laughs> those, <laughs>
1: like those cheese ball. balls. Man, they're they're gone. <laughs>
0: Well, six laps wasn't enough. I didn't really get that much. Hunger. Didn't really do much for you. <laughs> do you have the breathing thing down? Like, I've swam all my life. I'm, mm-hmm. I love swimming, but the, the lap, like turning your head, getting air, not sucking like, in water. Like, I get mostly air, but it's just enough water too that it's. I never really enjoy it.
1: Right? Yeah. You're. No. It's that. That took a while to get used to. I had. Um. So I. I was dogging on lifeguards earlier, but actually, like they've been super helpful <laughs> at, at the Y that I go to. There's a. Um. You know, he's like he's he's this kid. He just graduated high school. Um. He was just giving me these swim tips or whatever because he's on. He was on the swim team and all this other stuff. Whatever. He's going to become a firefighter. Just just a really like nice put together you're like man like i wasn't this put together when i was 18 like what in the world man um and so but he gave me actually a bunch of tips like and things to like practice on uh like the breathing thing especially because it is it is hard especially when you're trying to swim continuously like i'll swim um for the event it's a quarter mile swim the sprint triathlon is the shortest um of the triathlon kind of type things well actually they do have a super sprint but i'm gonna say mine is just like the the beginner level or whatever um but so, like, it's, it's a bunch of laps back and forth in the pool, but he had me just, like, practice, basically. You're kind of, like, get these little, I can't remember what they're called. Um, they've got a funny name for them, but they look like these big marshmallows on the end, if you've seen those by the pool, and a stick kind of connects them. Um, yeah. Like, tiny things, like American Gladiators, you know, they used to use, like, really big ones to, like, hit each other with or whatever, yeah. but, like, they're really, They're cool really Q-tips. Yeah, like that's, I don't know what they're called, but that's the best way to describe them probably. (laughs) Um, But you could use those to like, just kind of like swim in place uh, and and against a wall or whatever, like kind of practice like breathing. Um, And that was actually really helpful. But yeah, because yeah, when you're trying to do in a 25 meter pool, you're trying to do, it's like 30 laps or something or whatever to try to get a quarter mile or whatever. So you you get a lot of practice in that way.
0: (laughs) Nice. Um. Well, I recognize we've been talking now for seven and a half minutes and people ostensibly come here for Shopify. So why don't we take a moment to each kind of share like a highlight of one thing we're working on in the Shopify space. And then I think you and I are going to dig into some of the Shopify summer editions goodness that just came out a few days ago.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, I just talked a little bit. Do you you have something ready to rock? Sure. Like I know you were working on a really big project and stuff that I think is worth like a whole episode some other time. But I don't know if you want to like share a little bit about that. I don't don't know if people could handle the excitement of this. Um, So I'm in the middle of my grading of a large
0: store with
1: mm.
0: almost 300,000 orders from uh, Big Commerce, which is an awesome name, <laughs> right. to uh, Shopify, and so it's been a multi-step, multi-week process because um, what it has involved is a figuring out like how to get the data out of Big Commerce because mm. yeah, you can export, but the way that export works in Big Commerce is just lots of hoops you got to jump through because, for example, you can get the order data but the order data doesn't necessarily have like any subscription data in it or payment method data in it. Um, cool. and you can get tracking information, but that's like a separate export. So you have to like, get that and then combine it with the existing stuff you've already done, which is fine. If you have, you know, a couple hundred or a couple thousand rows when you're talking hundreds of thousands, it just becomes more unwieldy because the tools are slow. Like I I'm a Mac user. I don't have Excel. I use numbers on the Mac. It's just painfully slow when you get large data sets. And then the, uh, the coup de grace, of course, is getting it into Shopify or using an app called Matrixify, which is yep. great. It's, Solid. It does a great job of queuing things and kind of spreading out the load and stuff. flows so all get out, which I don't think is Matrixify's fault because like, it's just the Shopify API and what it has to mm-hmm. do. But it has a real particular format it wants. And so right. there's basically a five-step process of like getting the data out of BigCommerce in different chunks, recombining that data locally in my machine, and then I had to write a custom Ruby script to go through and recreate the CSV in a format that uh, Matrixify wants because BigCommerce takes a single order and shoves all the line items into a single cell. Whereas <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> whereas Matrixify, uh, they expect a separate row for every line right. item and they even have a separate row for like fulfillment information. And So mm-hmm. uh, it took a long time to kind of hone this Ruby script to create the right format and to deal with some of the irregularities in the data because there's just you know some of it you have to use regex to parse apart and so if there's like an extra colon because some random name of a product might have a colon it script broke it and that kind of stuff so a lot of back mm-hmm. and forth finally got that working ran the import and it took uh, about five days for Matrixify to crunch through it all
1: mm-hmm. I yep.
0: don't know right. Um, so now I'm at the point where I can download the failures, because uh, there are failures, and, and work through those. Because I know I'm talking about lot too, but one of the fun things I ran into is that um, in Shopify, the email and the phone of the order have to be the same, like unique, right? And so okay. what happens is if you get another order placed by somebody with the same phone number... But they use a different email address. Mm-hmm. Um, at least in this import path that I'm taking, it'll it'll fail because it says that number has already been in use. Mm. So it, I have to go through and manually make some adjustments there. Just just little stuff like that.
1: It just takes a while. Yeah. Yeah. No. I well, like I said, I think, and he felt like that I was talking for a while, but that was a lot that I think because I'd love to learn more about that whole process as far would as. Would you Taylor? Would you? Cause I don't I, I know that you would. I've done a couple like none, none like that, like uh, crazy difficult where I'm having to try to, you know, write a custom Ruby script just to parse through stuff. Cause I mean, I would be calling you for that anyways, but you know, like a lot of mine have been just like WooCommerce ones and it works great for matrix. I works great for WooCommerce, like super solid. Um, really handy and stuff like that, but I think that's probably just because it's one of the most common use cases for it. Um, yeah, and I'm sure too. Like big commerce has probably just changed things over and over and over again. Um, and and when you're working with that much data, I mean everything's going to get way more complicated anyway. So, um, but no, that's that's awesome. Then um, that's I think that does need to be a whole episode. I think I think you think <laughs> your other people are going to be sneezing through it, but this is the right crowd for it. I mean, yeah, I'm that's it, true. So captive audience. Uh, but yeah right like ha we got gotcha. you um they could just skip the episode if they don't want to learn about, oh, don't about they don't <laughs> no. uh, they, they, they didn't know you have to listen to all of them um, <laughs> um so for me at least um you know i I've, I've been working on a couple of other things i'm wrapping up i've been doing a lot of like this like free gift promo stuff um or free gift um free purchase or free gift with purchase. Oh, I can't even say it. Right. I've been doing it, but I can't even say it right. Uh, like a free, a free gift with purchase promo. Like I've been doing it a lot. So both on the, like the back end side of things uh, and the front end side of things. So, which has been kind of neat, uh, but I don't know what's happened where like, this has just been a real big deal lately. So one of the, the most recent ones that I I'm, I'm in, currently working through another one but the most recent one that i did actually we kind of leveraged it through a uh using shopify flow which oh. really handy some of the stuff we're going to talk about today related to additions like flow is now available on all plans, uh, well basic up or whatever but um so so that was it's plus, it's plus only, only right there so like last year uh, before march 2022 because i had to go back i found like i had posted about this or whatever it used to be plus only but then in March, 2022, they made it available through, um, advanced and standard plans, but not basic. So after this additions, it's available from basic and on up. So, and in, which is fantastic because flow is just getting better and better. And it's really, really awesome. So at least in this instance, uh, had to figure out this deal with actually, um, the client had just folded in like Yotpo, um, uh, for their loyalty, uh, program and stuff like that. And, you know, Using Yachto and stuff like that, either here or there, or there not necessarily my favorite implementation or solution, <laughs> but it's what we we're what they're working with, kind of type thing. And so we had to figure out a way. They wanted it so that way when someone like kind of like leveled up in this loyalty tier, which is based on spend mm-hmm. once they've been in the program, uh, they wanted to just automatically add a, a free gift to the order, the qualifying purchase order. Oh wow! And so there's there's these what a whole bunch of different ways like that we tried to approach doing it or whatever. Um, but because the, the implementation works based on like post says, okay, Hey, cool. Like they got this qualifying event or whatever. Um, and then it adds a customer tag. There's this custom email flow that we're doing with Klaviyo or whatever. And so that was my thought was like easiest thing. Let's just do this in Klaviyo because this is working. Um, but they really wanted it on that qualifying order. And so we ended up using Shopify flow. So there's this, this option basically <laughs> where you can, uh, go in, and you can um, add a an order line item. So to to that specific, like, oh really, purchase. from
0: Shopify Flow?
1: Yeah, from Shopify Flow. So the you know the thing that you have to figure out and work around, obviously, is it's you know if it's a free gift, it's going to have to be a zero dollar item, or you're going to have to mark it as paid. That just depends on like how accounting and, and fulfillment have to deal with those different things. Um, but what we did is we created basically a free gift that gets added the problem that we were running into was the time that it took for the customer tag on that order to get updated to the qualified Uh orders event ranged from five minutes to eight hours. And so, yeah. And so we had to build in like these multiple checks, um, to keep checking that same qualifying order. And so it, it took a while or whatever, but we finally did it. And it's like, it's working smoothly now. Super excited about that. Um, but it's it's obviously not like immediate kind of type thing because we're relying on that tag to cop in. Um, but it, it works super smoothly now. Someone gets this qualifying event and it'll check the order like basically on the hour, like five times or whatever, uh, to try and see if that customer tag we're looking for is there. Uh, and if it is, then it kicks off the flow where we basically add that product to the cart. Then we have another um, tag that occurs as well to make sure like oh. in the future, since we're just looking for that tag the first time we add another tag um, and use it as a conditional check down to make sure they've already okay. received the gift. Uh, so that way they don't hold on so every single person.
0: I I'm, I'm a slow man. So you have to re-understand. So <laughs> a customers on the store, they yep. place an order, mm-hmm. that order and they pay for this order and that, Mm-hmm. So now they've reached this threshold within the Yapo, which is a loyalty app, Right, where they have a certain yep. amount of spend with the store. Mm-hmm. Yapo takes its sweet time and applies a tag to that customer. When mm-hmm. that tag's applied, you're using Shopify flow to then open up an order. Is it a, a completely... Not, not flat- open up an order.
1: So it's on the existing order. So what we're doing, we're using the order created as the, okay. the action that kicks off the flow. And then it will keep checking that same order... It'll it'll check it like five times at different intervals for this tag. Um,
0: But the customer's already paid the order. The order's been closed in a sense. Mm -hmm. Um, But do you sneak that in afterwards, and that's okay because it's free, so they don't have to. Correct.
1: Yeah, they don't pay anything for it. It's free, so they just go. And then what will happen is so within Flow as well um, with this add order line item it will actually, we have the option to notify the customer when it's occurred. So we have a custom message that kicks out that the order's been updated and it looks for this and it mm. adds like, hey, this free item was added to this order. You're going to get it with this qualifying purchase. So gotcha. Real smooth. That's pretty slick. Um, yeah. 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 Since since the flow, we've got it down, even though we've got most of our checks in. Now the flow typically happens somewhere between five minutes and one hour. Um, we haven't had any of those like egregious eight hour like uh, outliers or anything like that since then. Sure. Um, so hopefully that uh, that was just the one time but we have built it in. So that way it's a ultra safe kind of type thing. <laughs> I'm going to have to pick that out because typically the way I've approached similar problem sets is JavaScript
0: to check conditions and add an item yes. into the cart using the Ajax API and then a yep. script editor on plus stores to actually apply the discount to make the item free. Yeah, uh, but obviously that wouldn't work necessarily in this case. And I think the script editor stuff, Ruby's, the Ruby, the Shopify scripts, is going away. Um,
1: yeah, in favor of functions, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Which I really wanted to get to, which we'll talk about here in a second. But one well, last thing: so how do you do the check with Flow? Is there a way to like
1: do um, a feedback or refresh in Flow to keep checking something? So not an easy way. Like you're basically building in like <laughs> so that seems like this, that seems like this, the tricky this, part that you figured this, out. Yeah, this that's why. Um, I was so surprised how long like a no code solution like this took or whatever, but like there, so Shopify flow has really like progressed um, since like how it was initially like rolled out or whatever. They've, they've worked on it so hard and it's, it's awesome now. Um, but like you have these options where you can wait, right? So there's this wait action that can occur. And so, uh, you know, we can do that where we're waiting for five minutes, then we're waiting for an hour, then we're waiting for two hours, then we're waiting for four hours. And then from there, off of each of those waits, we run our conditional checks for is that customer tag there now? No. Okay. Then wait two hours. Is that customer tag there now? No. Okay. Wait four hours. you know, so basically like it does all those check downs. Um, but you've got an, you know, if then kind of type thing. So it, it, it all kicks and flows out based on the tagging features. Um, but it's, it was really complicated, uh, because we had to keep running this. I wish there was a way for us to basically be like, if the flow fails, like wait and then rerun this whole deal again. Um, but at least, there wasn't an easy way that I could figure out how to do that initially. I'm sure someone else who's like killer mm-hmm. of flows would probably yes. be able to figure that out. Dear um, listeners,
0: if you hear something, let us know. Yes,
1: yeah, yeah. Ping, ping me and let me know how I could have done that better because I spent probably probably more time than I feel like I should have on that. But it works. It's it's working really well now. So I'm pretty pretty stoked about that. Um, that was a that was Dude, a good win from that side. But yeah, normally I would do the same thing. <laughs> um, some conditionals based on like. Uh-huh. Um you know uh, on the on on the client side where maybe we're checking for a special like landing page or something like that, something in the URL that kicks off and notifies yeah. us like, hey, um, we're doing this. Now I'm currently working on one where we're checking for the discount code cookie to make sure, check if it's there. And then once the threshold hits, like go ahead and add it in there kind of type <laughs> of thing.
0: It feels surprising that, you know, even something like Yappo yeah, itself doesn't have similar functionality, but I suppose I there's probably some locations so surprised- on what it can do.
1: I was so surprised. Yeah. Could not believe it. But yeah, that was the your whole back and forth. App idea. Right. I'm sure, I'm sure there are apps out there, but I don't, a I'm lot sure. of folks that I work with, at least in the theme space or whatever, they're like, can we do this without an app? I'm like, yeah, we, we can, but like, this is what it's going to look like. And they're like, okay, cool. I don't want another app. And it's like, all right, yeah. well, you know,
0: rock on. <laughs> cool, man. Well, thanks for talking to you that. That was really interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's interesting. If data import or export, but interesting. Uh,
1: no, you're well. <laughs> you know, I get I get all the fun stuff. You, you, uh, yeah, you deal with it. No, I'm I'm super intrigued by the, yeah. by the migration stuff. We'll be we definitely in chat about those because those are those are monsters. Every time you get into them, especially when it's oh, yeah. more data, you need to move over. Um, but this is a great segue, right? For for additions, right? It is. Yeah. Let's did do you it. did you get to actually watch? Addition Since you weren't like working 17 jobs on that day, like you just you just <laughs> That's right, or, or was that the pool day?
0: That was that the pool day, it might have been. I was half watching it, but, and then yeah, I was a little confused. This is just gonna show how ignorant I am. Was there one video that was like half an hour long? Yep, it was, it was one, one like 25 20 minutes,
1: okay? Mm-hmm. It was because
0: I kind of watched half of it and I came back later and I thought maybe the stream had stopped working or something. Like, wait, there's gotta be more, but it's no, just one everyone- dude.
1: Yeah, it was Glenn, Glenn Coates, VP, C- okay. VP of Products or something, um, or one of the, one of those positions or whatever. I don't, I don't know, but yeah, he – it was just – everyone was talking about that. Like, it's so short. There's so much stuff, but like the video was like 20 minutes long. He just was like, here's all the real surface level stuff. I feel like it was just all the okay. big shock and awe stuff that he wanted to hit, and then it was like – And then you're supposed okay, to go, go to page the webpage and
0: click out, Okay. But, mm-hmm. you know, I
1: respect it. I don't necessarily
0: want to sit and watch an hour-long video, but I was no. a little surprised. It just didn't come off as, like, this was the main event. It was more like, here's an aspect of it. I was expecting several more, kind of. Highlights.
1: Good. Yeah. I I agree. I was kind of surprised by that, too. I kind of did the same thing. Like, where's the other video? Like, this is... I thought it was kind of... Well, <laughs> I think they've done that in the past, though, right? Like, they've kind of, like, kicked off and handed it off to yeah. other people kind of type thing. Um, yeah. But, yeah, they didn't, they didn't really do that this time. It was just kind of like a, hey, here it is. Go check out this awesome site.
0: Which is, I guess, okay, because... It, in the back of my mind, I was kicking myself all day. I was like, oh, this would have been a perfect opportunity to like try to get some people together to watch this live and you know have some fun as a community. Um,
1: I didn't find done to call this.
0: Well, right, yeah, we could have done that. Even uh, if I'm thinking online, remote, whatever. But I would have seen you could have yeah. it out a restaurant. Um, but then if it was all just for that one little video, that would have been kind of silly. So Right, it
1: would have been like, oh, <laughs> okay. who do you know? Let's, <laughs> let's take turns reading off the cards on here uh, or okay. something, sure. I guess. I don't no. know. Anyway, I that's saw some people harsh. doing that. I wonder I wonder how big that was there were some people that did that. They rented out like a restaurant or whatever, or like, you know, did did a big deal. So I wonder if that was kind of a letdown. i have oh, to ask some of those okay, that I saw. That. I saw some people yeah. do that. Um so yeah, I'll have to ask. Was that like a huge letdown? <laughs> like <laughs> y'all just sit around and, and read that after that kind of type thing? Or? I don't know. I don't know. No. Well but it was it was a of this, stuff Per usual. Was a lot it was yeah. so much stuff. Still trying to reel and figure out. And even when I was writing the notes for this, I was like, there's no way we're even going to be able to cover half of this stuff. Yeah. Um, and don't
0: take this personally. You went to college, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. I
0: I, to to not college. because that's important necessarily. <laughs> but the reason I'm asking is because I would love to see like some of your note, your notebooks from college. So I bet you took some really awesome Ooh. notes based on what you put together for this. Like, I'm sure people are just note takers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're, you're a note taker. I can tell.
1: Oh, yeah. I that's I I don't know that's how you know we all learn differently right and for me the best thing always to learn was I would handwrite notes and then I would transfer them over to um computer based notes after that uh so that way I could actually like reference them later on especially because the longer the seminar or whatever the less legible my handwriting was while I was trying to like keep up um with with taking notes or whatever but um but yes I'm kind of a professional note taker okay
0: so this is a complete rapid trail let's real quick know, i'll keep it short my friend uh he bought one of those things i can't remember what it is but it's a tablet that you handwrite notes onto yes. and it automatically turns them into computer notes or Whatever. Like, there's been similar products in the past but this is
1: like a yeah. recent popular one what's it called it's remember, like remarkable um, yeah something like that uh, you should try that i have looked at one of those so many times does he like this he seems to like it. I always find there's just if you get in
0: any kind of impedance in the whole pen to paper process, it just drives me nuts. And I feel like any kind of technology will do that. But you can't beat having it automatically digitized if you
1: want that. Yeah, the the automatic. That's really cool. Yeah, it's the. I bet it's the remarkable. I've looked at this thing so many times, man. Um, <laughs> but it's just it's like it's almost a three hundred dollar like tablet, you know. And so I'm like, yeah. oh, like I've really been getting into um, bullet journaling, so. You know, like, oh. started putting stickers on here and stuff or whatever. Um <laughs> that's but, how uh, I can tell you're really into it when you get to the sticker face. When I get to the sticker face, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man, well,
0: I'm so into this. I'm so deep. I've been putting them
1: on my laptop, but then, like, you know, I just bought a new laptop this year, and I was like, ah, man, I've been, like, so, like,
0: don't put stickers in my
1: not time. putting stickers. Yeah, you're like, there's so many people who are like, don't do that, man. That's that's <laughs> ridiculous. But a buddy was like, hey, like, I, I I just, I don't put them on my laptop. I'll put them on my uh, bullet journal because then I kind of, like, helps me actually remember different phases of life. Like, Oh, I got this sticker at this event or whatever kind of type thing. Um, cause I'm very anti sticker, like bumper sticker on cars and vehicles and stuff like that, but now on my laptop for whatever reason. I don't, I Ooh, don't know. Man. Your
0: laptop is aircraft grade aluminum handcrafted with love by Apple to be exactly the way they want it to be. Why would you put a sticker on I'm that? Sticking in like a $2 sticker
1: on top of it that I probably got for free. It's something that I showed up to. So. That's right. Yeah, $3,000 computer, $2 sticker. Yeah, that's a real problem. <laughs> it is. <Yeah. laughs> so, I'm, uh, I'm doing the bullet journal thing. But no, this, something like this cool. would be really cool the Remarkable. I'm pretty sure that, I'll bet that's what he has, because I've looked at this so many times. Um, yeah. I just haven't pulled the trigger on it. Maybe I need to at some point. All right, I'm, I'm walking back
0: up the stack. Where did we get here? Oh, right. Uh, you, took <laughs> a good, you, got, you took good notes about your, your yep. yeah, additions. Got lots we'll of additions. So we'll
1: we'll yeah. have to break it up, but I think we could probably stick to at least some of the big Highlights, right? Yeah. I'm just plug in my laptop here. Speaking of the
0: laptop, <laughs> it's good to charge when you Yeah. So, what's, what were some of the big ones that jumped out to you?
1: Oh, man. Um, well, some of the AI stuff is really cool, but I think we talked about we need to do a whole separate episode on AI. And I think that's a big yeah. deal. Um, my number one biggest thing that I thought was awesome which I didn't find out until after because I totally missed it during editions. Uh, was this uh, idea that they posted and they've updated docs to for extensions. Only apps can be hosted on Shopify. So, right. Like, cause they're moving away from a lot of these plus stores. I have like these checkout.liquid customizations mm-hmm. and cause that used to be such a big selling point for plus. So they want to be able to like upsell something in checkout or change X, Y, and Z or whatever kind of type thing. But then when they said, "Oh, we're moving to checkout extensions, and this is going to look so much better, um, you know, and work so much better, all this stuff, or whatever," but we're also getting rid of checkout. Liquid, it's like, "Wow, oh, shoot!" Like as a theme dev, right? Like now I'm going to have to try to figure out like hosting and all this other stuff for an app or whatever with these clients that I'm working with, and none of them enjoyed hearing too, like, "Hey, the stuff we used to be able to do in JavaScript for free, like you're going to have to host an app for that," <laughs> and so right. that wasn't really cool. <laughs> for a lot of people Uh, but they did announce that you know hey if it's extensions only or like organizational only apps or whatever like it can just be hosted directly in Shopify so uh, check out extensions you can just do that directly I thought that was pretty awesome that is very awesome because you know to your point like I'm thinking
0: like oh man we have to start reaching for either the whole full Monty which is you know stand up something on a server somewhere run it um, or a, Mm -hmm. a service like Gadget uh, where they can handle most of that for you. But, um, but mm-hmm. still, it's a pain to have to have that when it was all in one place and part of the plan you're already paying for. Um,
1: right. But. And I think, yeah, that was a lot of people's beef. But yeah, that was where I had settled. Uh, I was going to do Gadget because I've got a couple of buddies using Gadget that love it uh, yeah. too. That and the guys really the Gadget are cool. The so. Yeah, they they are pretty pretty legit. Well, Mo is uh, one of the guys who built Check Out That Liquid, right? Or Right, Check out Double so. He built Shopify Checkout to begin with, or whatever. So, like, dude knows his stuff, um, and just yeah, cool people in general. Yeah, that's a big
0: one for sure. I can't wait to dig into that stuff because I've been wanting to play with checkout extensions anyway, um, and now it
1: just makes it that much easier. Mm-hmm. Right. How about you? That was that was my big one. That's that's the one I'm probably like most excited about. There's a ton of other really fun things I'm excited about as well, but I won't I won't hog all the talk time today. So, I'm
0: going to say the one that I've been saying for like six months, and I still have not taken the time to really do anything with in terms of exploration, but the whole Shopify functions thing is really interesting to me. Yes. And at functions. first, I kind of stayed away from it because it was like Rust only, right? And I was like, well, I have no problem with Rust, but I just don't have the bandwidth to go learn another language proficiently at this point. And then they added JavaScript support, I think, in beta, and now it's full release right so it's like okay the door is open in terms of well i would much rather code in ruby than javascript for reasons but mm-hmm. at least it's more accessible than rust in terms of having what you have to learn and stuff um yeah so they obviously added a whole bunch of new things around that new apis and some enhancements and so i think now more than ever is the time for me to really dig in and kind of see how that works and what i might be able to bring to clients in terms of features and functionality that could be implemented using that because it just looks really promising
1: yeah. I kind of had to do with, with script editor going away. Yeah, I was going to say, like, yeah, for your stuff, right? Yeah. Like, all that stuff that you were previously running, like, you know, being an awesome, amazing Ruby dev and us JavaScript people being like, I don't know what to do here, so I'm calling you, <laughs> uh, kind of type thing. Now, uh, yeah, rolling a of it a job. out to where, like, JavaScript is full release. Um, did you see, too, in that, where they, because they kind of, like, snuck it in? I feel like a lot of those dev ones or whatever, they don't get highlighted as much. Uh, But they did say now that app-owned metafields are going to be supported as well. So you can create metafields in your apps that are isolated just to your app, uh, which I thought that was really interesting.
0: Isolated to your app, as, as in isolated to that particular store instance in your app or isolated from the theme?
1: Just so I think it's just so that way, like basically you can, you can just control how they get used within like the, the functions that you're using or whatever. Um, And it's so private to your app by default. So it's not necessarily accessible. I'm assuming like if you're trying to pass in something specific or whatever, like you don't want other people to be able to like access those like via other apps or whatever. So it's not going to necessarily clash or like run into that. Um, You can run, it'll have its own, um, what did they say? It's got its own like... Metafield namespace, namespace? prefix okay. in functions. So it's so like so a way, way for an
0: app to decorate store data but have full control over it so it's uh, encapsulated within the app and immutable from outside the app.
1: That's uh, what I'm th- pretty sure is what I understand in the sense of... I should probably uh, just read it for so the way since I'm sure you,
0: you've seen like, probably a three-minute video. I thought you had time to, to read on it yet. But I'm just yeah. curious because like, it'd be interesting too Like if you could even if you could access that app metadata from the theme side with outside of the app, you know, but not change it, that could be kind of mm-hmm. cool too, To because then you could um, sort of work together on both sides from the app and the theme, but I'll have to read about it and see.
1: Yeah. I think it'll be, cool. be neat. It's just trying to like, they're, they're building out like so much other stuff too, that I think it's specific that people have like been asking for. Yeah. So like, well, you'll just be able to like kind of create your own and like leading super heavily into meta fields. Right. Like that's that's, and that's been always been the challenge. Mm-hmm. I feel like in theme and app development, is like, where do you store state in this
0: system? Because your front end, mm-hmm. sometimes your back end, there's all kinds of limitations of what you can and can't touch in terms of what Shopify stuff. And so you're doing weird things like, well, I guess it's not weird, but like adding data attributes to the HTML or hacky, shoving right? it to cookies or using session storage or whatever, right? So right. metadata and all this kind of stuff finally it just opens up a, a legit way of, of storing data that's more. Um,
1: yeah, my thought is like, you know, because like a lot of what you'll do is like run a lot of stuff. If it's specific to an order or something like that, maybe we'll we'll shove it into like, um, like hidden cart, like line item properties or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and that ends up being a thing. But then yeah. people get kind of like annoyed. That's like, I can see this on the order, like, and it doesn't look good. Um, we had to do that with a builder or whatever one time, um, you know, we, we wanted to be able to like make sure it was all like time stamped and associated with each other. But, yeah. like, they were really annoyed at having to see that, like, on, on the orders or whatever. Because, like, for whatever reason, the extra bit of stuff that was in there for fulfillment wasn't ideal. Uh, but it was the best yeah. way to, like, include it, right? So that way we, we could, like, do other stuff with it. But um, So, yeah. But, yeah, big focus on metafields. Um, just, like, a, a more general... There was a note in there, too, about metafields performing, like, four times faster. Um, yes. So that was kind of interesting. Which, um, had you run into performance issues at all? Like,
0: I don't know how I would even...
1: Well, on my end of that. things, yeah, like, as far as... Because sometimes... And it always happens when I'm trying to do, like, a demo. So, like, a lot of times what I'll do when I'm working with folks is, you know, we'll build something in and use with uh, Metafields. But then, like, you know, while you're on the demo, you'll you'll create it. So it's part of the de- documentation as well as, like, kind of, like, showcasing, you know, kind of like the MVP kind of type piece for it. Um, and then, like, you'll go ahead and you'll, like add a new meta field, and then you like refresh, refresh. Okay. It's still not here, but I promise you it's going to show up. Refresh. About the third time, the yeah. fourth time I refresh, I'm like, all right, I'm going to just pause this video <laughs> until it shows up. And then like, you're like, okay, so here it is, you know, or whatever. And it's been like two minutes, um, for like a meta field to like populate. And so I'm going back into the code, checking to see like, is that working? So I've heard do that on my end of things before, as far as like, I, and I'm not sure if that's like, um, you know, even what they're talking about. But I mean, I would assume (laughs) that's what they're talking about when it comes to them performing more quickly um, and being available via the storefront API, all this fun stuff or whatever. That's really cool, too. Um, Yeah. You can now retrieve and edit data and stored metafields through the admin API, Shopify admin, accessing metafields and themes using Liquid and through the storefront API. Nice. And that was a big thing, too. Storefront API, they've removed uh, all rate limits. That was a big. That was a big deal. Yeah, that is a big deal. because um, if
0: that's not a problem, I think that a lot of people run into. But if you run into it, it's a real problem. And so it'd be nice for those use cases to not have to find workarounds or be bothered by that. So.
1: Yeah. Well, and especially too, they just opened up. Um they open up a bunch of other stuff like predictive search um, filters and stuff like that or whatever to where like it's more accessible via storefront. So I think they probably had to do that to make sure that that was going to work, um, to work. Okay. Kind of type thing.
0: It's a
1: random thought. Um, All my
0: thoughts are pretty random, but I feel like what we're starting to experience with Shopify is what I saw happen with web development as a long-time web developer, like when you first got into web development back in the late 90s, early aughts, whatever, it was pretty simple, right? You Mm -hmm. write some HTML, CSS was a thing then, not nearly as complex maybe as it is now. Perhaps JavaScript, perhaps not. And you put that file in a directory on a server somewhere, and either you or someone that knows Unix incantations like set up Apache to serve it. And then you're off and running. If you want to do Mm -hmm. anything else, you just add a form, you're good to go. But there really wasn't that much, like, surface area of things to learn to, to do that. Do they right. look good? No. Did they do fancy things? No, but they worked. And that it was works. it. It mm-hmm. works. Now web development, I mean, there's so much stuff that you have to learn or could learn around this. It's it's really hard. It would feel like for someone to get started in that space. Although so, like, you, you kind of did it a few years ago and you're doing great. So maybe it's not as hard as I think. But it just seems like a lot more. I wonder if the same thing might be coming down the road with Shopify in terms of... yeah. When I first started doing it, right, It's like, you know, you got to understand that basic model of orders, variants, products, kind of how the themes are sits together. But that mm-hmm. was it. But now they keep adding all this crazy stuff that's really good, but it just—it's mm-hmm. more and more complexity to it. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think it—it it definitely opens it up to where there's there are opportunities. I think initially where you do have to learn a lot more, but I also think that mm-hmm. that creates these instances where you can niche down and become like a deep expert in really specific areas. Um, So, and and we have both talked about like the importance or the benefit and value in niching down. People hear about that a lot or whatever, but I do think that as someone, when you're first starting off, it is super overwhelming (laughs) because there is so much surface area that does have to get covered just to make something, um, Make something like that you is actually usable, right? So you can go super basic, and that's what I like about like so, at least some of these options or whatever. Like a lot of options that got introduced in additions to, um, it's going to make things way simpler for merchants as well. So it's you know like I'll real real quick or whatever like native subscriptions and native bundles and stuff like that. Like that's all great and everything that they're going to just introduce something that simple, just like automatically for everybody, right? But you know, when you want to start to get to the point where you need to scale or you need to like start building or doing some more unique and creative stuff, that's when you need to start like actually bringing in more people. And I think it kind of works the same way with developers. Like maybe initially you're going to be doing something really, really basic. Um, So whether it's just like, you know, adding in a couple of simple controls to a section or something like that or whatever, you might not have to mess with anything related to checkout extensions and all this other stuff or even meta fields. Until you get to the point to where, oh, okay, like I start to bump into like these problems, and now I have to like learn something new. Yeah. Um, but I do think it is, yeah, a lot when you're first looking at it. It's, it's a lot. You know, I feel like you, in yeah. order to do um, front end development now, you'd have to know a little bit about the back end, um, and probably the same thing. Like if if you want to be just like a back end, I don't feel like you can probably do that without knowing a little bit about the front end too. I just want to be a rock star dev. Is that too much to ask? A 10 X developer. Is that, That's right. Was that what that was?
0: No, I'm, I'm shooting for a hundred X forget the 10 X nonsense. You're
1: there, man. Just shoot for the thousand,
0: you know, <laughs> I don't
1: know. set the new bar.
0: Oh man. Um, well, speaking of, did you just mention like some of their basic apps, like subscriptions and things like that? Cause that was, yeah, I tried to casually thing. mention
1: it. Like, you yeah, know, so about, uh, making it a big that. deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, are they, are they eating
0: the ecosystem? They released what a subscription That's, app? What else did they release? Um,
1: yeah, and bundles. So, well, bundles. so, bundles is already available. Subscriptions is is not yet available, right? Um, and I actually should have made this better in the notes. I was going to call that out because there's a bunch of yeah, stuff that your they Your notes announce. are terrible. You're
0: terrible, note takers. Did I
1: mention that? that? Oh, gosh, dang it. Oh, <laughs> I felt so good earlier.
0: Um, not like bullet like, journaling, more like pellet journaling, really. <laughs>
1: this is this is terrible um but yeah so so subscriptions is not yet available bundles is um and so that that is pretty cool um and then yeah i don't know if you've run into this we started to talk about this a little bit and then i was like we need we did we definitely need to like make mention of this or whatever um shopify like eating its own ecosystem or whatever kind of thing because that's that's always the initial outcry whenever like shopify introduces something like this right it's just like Oh, there's other apps that do this exact same thing. Why would Shopify come out with their own app or whatever kind of type thing? Um, and to me, that's just it's it's just a silly it's a silly argument. I'm going to use the word silly. Um, oh. <laughs> the greatest slap <laughs> face that I can I can make to these people is it's a silly <laughs> argument. You bite your really, thumb at me, sir. I don't. I don't. I mean, it doesn't even deserve a response. But you know, but it, but it does. And, and Toby actually responded on Twitter, which I thought was yeah, cool. Yeah. What do he say? Um, but so to you personally? No, 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 no. <laughs> um, so there were there's there were people complaining about it, you know as people like to do on Twitter and why not or X. Um, I'm gonna keep calling it Twitter. Very much so, yeah, like when like an old grocery store you've always gone to gets bought out by a bigger chain. And they rebrand it or whatever, it will always uh, to me, I always call it the old name. So, oh, so you just still shop at Ohio Mercantile. Anyway. That's a, Yeah, 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 <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> um but so on, on Twitter, like Toby responds uh to this idea of Shopify eating its own ecosystem. And basically it's just like look, man, like our the app is like super basic, uh works super well, um, uh, but this is this is the floor. Like this is this is just the floor, like this is what we expect. Uh, everybody to do like it needs to work at least this well. And it means that all these other apps, like y'all have to like bring up your, your level to at least this, if you want to perform well. Um, and and that's how I see it. You know, when it comes to that, I think I've seen Shopify do this where they make, um, super basic, uh, versions of something like this, but they make it accessible to people. So bundles subscriptions, like these are like very, very helpful. Uh, um, strategies for merchants to be able to like offer products and stuff like that. And so the fact that they're making it available for everybody, it is fantastic. I think it makes it more accessible, but like when you need more, right, yeah. like it's going to be super basic, but when you do need more options, that's when you have to reach for another app and those sorts of things. So, um, because what their Shopify product reviews, like, have you worked with anybody that uses Shopify product reviews? <laughs> and if you go and look at the reviews on the review store and that great? Um, Shopify email, same thing. Like any any merchant who is doing like any serious amount of money, where they're paying for some apps or whatever, yeah, they're not using Shopify's own apps for stuff like that. Uh, so to me, that's again, it's silly. It's a silly argument. Um, well, it's got to be tough think. too to be in Shopify's position, right? Because you mm-hmm. started
0: off however many years it's been. It's been quite a while. And you only knew what you knew in terms of feature set, what the customer need was, right? But then you added this app store, so that people could do pretty much whatever they wanted to. So now you're getting down your product development line. You're thinking mm-hmm. we really need like a solid implementation of subscriptions or bundles or whatever it might be for our merchants' sake, our customers' sake, and for them to not have to go out and vet a third party app and pay a third party fee, right? Like right. they're kind of hamstrung in that sense because if they release the app, then people do what we're doing, mm-hmm. accusing them of eating the ecosystem. But if they don't, then a major need potentially goes unfulfilled. So I guess I like the way they're approaching this, right? It's kind of Mm -hmm. win-win. It doesn't completely um, starve out the apps from being able to compete in that space. At the same time, it does give merchants what they need um, on a basic level. Hopefully, it works for them. So we'll see. Maybe they're the new Microsoft. That would be a great headline. Is Shopify the new Microsoft? Are they just buying up all their competitors and... Whatever, but
1: no, I don't think so.
0: Hopefully not. No,
1: yeah, I don't think so. I think it's one of those things. Like now, people who are like, "Well, I'm," and that's that's how I think app devs need to look at this. Um, is like people who before wouldn't pick Shopify because they're like, "Well, it doesn't yeah. have." Bundles and subscriptions native to it or whatever, so I'm going to go with this like Wix e-commerce or whatever that has this oh, already. Big Commerce, Big thing. Commerce, come on, or Big Commerce. Uh, I don't want to slam Big Commerce too much uh, today. We talked about them a little bit. Um, I want to spread the wealth when I'm kind of slamming other sure. other platforms. Um, but so yeah, when we look at this, where it's like, oh, this comes natively for this. Why would I even choose something like Shopify? So Shopify now has eliminated um, that right as a. Um, as an argument or, or a a reason to not choose Shopify it's like well we do have an app and it's free you can use it when you get to the point where that app doesn't do enough oh hey like we actually have a bunch of premium apps that you can start looking at that will offer loads more functionality so yeah I you know I, if anything I mean app dev should be should be stoked about that so yeah
0: I mean it would be nice too like as a developer oftentimes you're in situations where there's some complex system and people the vendor will offer like a reference implementation. Just to show, mm-hmm. like here in theory, is the right way to do this, or at least get started with this, right? I don't mm-hmm. think Shopify is planning on open sourcing that feature. I have a doubt they even wrote them, no, like, a, an it. External app is probably an internal thing, right? Whatever, but mm-hmm. it'd be kind of cool if they did. So,
1: Liam, if like you're listening, yeah, I agree. Liam, I think that would be cool to see it, more Make it, that. it happen. <laughs>
0: yeah, fingers
1: crossed. Well, they did. um, Let's say they did open source a remix app template. Did you see that? Oh, I did see that.
0: Yeah, tell me about that, because I'm not really a React guy. Uh,
1: I don't even know if I... It's <laughs> embarrassing. I don't even know if it made the notes, man. I don't even know. Uh... Oh, Taylor! <laughs> <laughs> it's in here. Um, So I I, I don't know if you've played around with Remix at all. Um, To me, at least initially, uh, the on-ramp for Remix is pretty heavy Uh, when you first get it up and running. But from what I've understood and talked to people, uh, once you do get it up and running, it's pretty pretty awesome to use. So I've built a couple of like basic kind of type sites to just play around with it. Um, but I'm so heavy into theme dev at the moment that I've I've only played around with it as an idea to build out some landing pages, which, you know, now they've got meta objects. We can build those out that way too. So, like, that's... Anyways, uh, but they do have uh, this to where you can create an app and they have a template specific to uh, Remix that you can just run uh, with the CLI. So that's pretty cool. Thanks. Nice. Speaking of Remixes... I was
0: sitting in my restaurant office the other day. I tend to spend about half my working day at a local BB Bob restaurant working. Um, and I heard the song on the radio. And usually, I find their music kind of annoying because it's, it's pop or whatever. It's just stuff I'm not usually interested in. But I was like, I recognize that melody. And it was the hot buttered popcorn. That song came out. like oh. It was a synth song. It came out in like the 80s or 90s. I not remember when it was. Yeah. There. But I, I did Shazam on my phone, and it's by the artist Tove Lo, who I've never heard it before. The song is To Die For, um, and it's that song, and they remixed it. It's a techno remix kind of thing with that, and it's actually a pretty good song. And so my kids, they, of course, know the Hot Butter Popcorn song, they introduced that to them years ago, right? And so I played wow. it for them, and they thought it was pretty snazzy. So some remixes nice. are good. Some it's remixes circle, are right? good. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully we can get this one <laughs> He's yes. like, was they, like, what? They,
1: are, they, what is he talking about? They had they just had they that topic. in mind it's when Spotify. they named it Remix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, They're just trying to bring it back. It like,
0: uh, <laughs> like, Why are you talking about restaurants again,
1: <laughs> Carl? Stop eating. I anyway. love talking about restaurants. So you know, <laughs> me too. We, we could do that off air though. You know, so yeah. uh, one day do do some like uh, restaurant reviews or whatever. Great places to eat in Columbus Beacon? and whatnot
0: of eating and reviews it's getting close to lunchtime and we've been going for uh, fifty minutes. It might be time to, to bring this to a close. Do you want to talk about any like picks of the week or view of anything you're working on? Anything exciting? Oh man.
1: Yeah. And so, I mean, as far as like the, the change log and, and different things like that or, or big picks, um, that was, that was the big one. Just like all of additions. I feel like this whole, this whole, (laughs) this whole, uh, this whole episode is going to be just about like amazing, uh, big picks that have, rolled out um to me that would be just the number one thing uh i mean we didn't even talk about like you know plans for the new flex sections and stuff like that with a real true drag and drop uh the collective market connect all this other fun stuff too or whatever so i think i'm I'm really gonna stick with just because i was super jazzed about them releasing um and actually updating the docs for the extensions only apps that can be hosted on shopify just because that um that, that specifically is going to save me a lot of headache, uh, even though I was pretty happy with choosing something like Gadget. Uh, Gadget was going to be a good call to go there as well with making things a lot easier for me as yeah. a primarily front-end dev. Um, but the fact that now I don't even have to worry about that, um, that we are going to just be able to use that, that's that's huge. So I am already uh, was researching that, taking a look at that to use um, for the folks that we are going to have to migrate because that was actually kind of the holdout why we were like, Waiting on updating uh, what do you to do yeah. one page checkout with checkout extensibility and all this fun stuff. Uh, so this is this is awesome. This is great for me. Make made me look good with a uh, couple of folks that I'm working for. So <laughs> you just get back to Well I pulled a few strings at headquarters. You know, and, uh, talk to yeah. the higher ups. You know, <laughs> um.
0: that's awesome. Um, well, for me, I would say it's not Shopify related per se, but um, I've continuing to work on my homepage for Liquid Weekly, uh, the newsletter yeah. slash Shopify developer resource. One-stop Shopify shop. I'm trying to call it. i probably get in trouble for using that name. Um, but anyway, so I've got this bespoke Rails app that I've written to help me curate the newsletters. And then mm-hmm. I'm using Bridgetown, which is a static site generator, to actually build the new webpage. Right. And um, I knew eventually where I wanted to go with it was not to, like, handcraft posts and store them in Bridgetown, but I wanted to pull data in from my curation app, which I call evergreen because names are hard, Um, pull that into the thing and generate on the fly. Right. And so there's a way you can do that. It actually has Bridgetown has a way you can make dynamic data builders where you can go to an API or whatever and get JSON back and um, generate resources in a loop on the fly as you're pulling in this data, which is really cool. Nice. Um, Very Cool. And you can even, this is the key part, you can even relate resources together, right? So I have issues and articles. And so in Bridgetown, I'm able to go out and I bring in all the issues in and um, generate those and bring all the articles in and generate those. But the definitions for them include resources, kind of like in Rails, belongs to, has many, all that sort of stuff, pointing back to each other. So as long as you get the slugs, which is the way it keeps identifiers correct, it'll just automatically work. And I was having a little bit of trouble with that. And Jared on Discord was super helpful throw some hints, and finally got it working over the weekend. Wait, is it the weekend? No. <laughs> there you go. Uh, it's, it's super slick. So now when I go to generate a new issue, um, I can regenerate my site. It pulls that in automatically, and then it just works. It's pretty cool.
1: Dude, that's awesome. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Again, the site looks awesome. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we'll I go that far.
0: Um, I love it. I'm, you keep yourself up enough. about it,
1: but I love it.
0: Uh, we're gonna hire a designer at some point. It's like okay, like I don't have time to mess with this. This it, can you read it? All right. Are the colors somewhat coherent? All right, we're good. Check Boom. check
1: <laughs> check check.
0: High contrast, awesome. It's accessible. We're good. <laughs> anyway, um, well, Taylor, thanks so much. This was great chatting with you. I don't have anyone yeah, to talk to.
1: <laughs> Remote. <laughs> Always happy to hop on a call, man.
0: Awesome. And uh, yeah,
1: we'll do it again soon.